Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mute. Thanks, Big G. And thank you, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, for joining us for another Wednesday night episode of the Pump Your Breaks podcast. You can be anywhere getting your Steeler news and information from anybody else, but you're here with us, and we greatly appreciate it. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Tate, here with the little fellow, Big G. What's up, Big G? What's cracking lacking, man? I'm just letting the Steelers Nation know right off the bat. I'm checking everything at the gate. I got my spy gear on tonight, and I don't know who I can trust in Steeler Nation. So I'm fact-checking everything, including all of those people over there in the live chat. I need y'all to get them rhythms up tonight because I don't know who to trust right now in Steeler Nation, dog. So let's get it in for the show. We'll, 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 we'll double back to all that stuff in a second. Shannon, what's up with you, Triple OG? Well, I think I'm a lot like uh, Big G tonight. Um, I think it's going to be uh, a really real show tonight because I've I've just uh, uh, not pulling any punches. So we'll see what happens. Facts. Okay. So, yeah, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Tim Lyons, Afton, Jar, Kathy, Mr. Woodsey. Let's see what's up. Wes, what's happening? AJC. Sean Gurley. Okay. That's, Matt Smith just jumped, jumped in. Jeremiah Yoder, Carson Wright. Everybody, what's happening? We are so humbled and so pleased to have you guys here join us. Thanks so much. Guys, what's up, man? It's It's a... It's different. The game is tomorrow. This is this is a short week. It's been a short week. I mean, like I said, the week is over for as far as us waiting on football. This time tomorrow, we will be looking at the game. If you got your Amazon Prime game on, right? Facts, facts, facts. And Tate Boy Fresh and Shannon, I know we in a safe place for Steelers Nation, but I'm telling you, like I said, I got my spy gear on and I'm ready to roll. And I'm telling you right now. There might be a whole bunch of dudes that I tell take a lap after tomorrow night because we need a W. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. We need a dub. Why who, who, Why you got spy gear on? Who you telling to, to, to take a lap? I- 
I'm watching and paying attention, bro. That's why I got my gear on tonight. My, my question on my shirt, it says, who do you trust? And I don't know who I can trust in Steeler Nation right now. But why? So, it's a lot going on over there, bro. I think I can have, answer. We didn't Go have ahead, like me. He, yeah. don't, he don't even know why. You I, tell I, I, know why you think. I know why. By the actions of the Steeler or the inactivity of the Steelers, they have told us, the fan base, the heart and soul of Steeler Nation, that they're fine where they're at. Mm -hmm. uh, if they finish last in the division this year, it doesn't matter that they are. Uh, this kind of reminds me of the Kevin Colbert hold on to them draft picks like, you know, they're precious pearls. Fact. Uh, because they, there was five things they needed to do this year. The number one thing is to figure out if Kenny Pickett is the answer or not. Because if he's not the answer, nothing else matters. Because they're not going to be competitive for a while. And then after this year, they're going to have to find the answer. They're going to have to find a quarterback that they feel like could be the franchise guy. So that was priority number one. To do that, they had to show improvement on that offensive line. Well, the offensive line has not improved. It's gotten worse. Mm. And we see now how much chemistry matters on an offensive line. Because Samalu was borderline all-pro last year, surrounded by Kelsey, Dickerson, and Landon Johnson. You put him on the Steelers' offensive line, and he doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. He does. It, there's no chemistry there. Well, is it? Is it? Everybody's is, dropped is off. It, is it chemistry, or is it just he's not as good as we thought he was because he was playing with a with an all-world line over there in Philly? Well, it could be both. But, I mean, obviously, if he has enough talent around him, he could be very, very good. But when you put him with this line, he is not the same. And it, and you have Dan Moore. Those tackles got thrown around against the Jaguars, guys. They got tossed around like kids. Facts. It was not competitive. You cannot have that. And then have Broderick Jones playing, you know, as an eligible receiver on the line, and he's not even getting any real playing time now. Um. The decisions that's been made, they they hung with Levi Wallace till he got injured, which Trash. we see that should have changed weeks ago. Dan Moore should have been out weeks ago, and you had you could have had Broderick Jones in there already learning. Because the if they're saying but making no move before the trade deadline that this team is not a contender, I can live with that, guys. But they should already been playing the young guys yep. and letting them learn and get ready for next year. Let this be a rebuilding process, a learning process. They didn't, they don't want to, they're trying to stay in the middle. So, you know, I know they tried to make some moves yesterday and a lot of people that were supposedly sellers wasn't very enthusiastic about selling. They, they valued their players way more than even obviously anybody else did because very few of them trades went through. But what I'm saying is, they, they knew their big weakness was secondary. And if you're going to be competitive in that AFC North, they had to make a move, and they sat still. And no so trade. So my expectations have changed, and now I'm going to look at it like they do, realistically, and this is what it is. So I think that's what Big G's talking about. We had more faith in them than they do. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't now. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of facts going on right there, Shannon. A lot of facts. A lot of facts. So I was going to ask to talk about what you guys thought about the inactivity to trade deadline. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I hear everything Shannon just said. I listened to Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride this morning, and one of the things he talked about was he was glad the Steelers didn't force a move and give up any players because the Steelers aren't ready this year. They're not ready. Mm. So, so why get a rental of a good player who you'll have to pay probably next year? We talking Chase Young. We talking Patrick Sertain, even though he would have one more year. But you mm -hmm. have to pay him. They're going to want to get paid. I mean, any, any move you made, unless you got the kid Elam from Buffalo, who was a first-round rookie, I believe, last year, two years ago, who who's, who hasn't been good, but he's first-round talent. Perhaps he could come into our system. Maybe he wouldn't help right now. It'd just be for the long play. But I don't know that, that I disagree. I mean, if they had to, I would love to see them make a move for certain. Mm. Jalen Johnson, Chicago Bears, wanted a first or second round pick. No way. No thank you. I think they – You wouldn't have gave a second round for Johnson? I'm, it might have been negotiable, but they said they wanted a first or second, so I don't know. Well, that was a rumor. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we don't know that. I've read it in print several places, so I assume that it's sourced. I don't know. But – we don't know that. Oh, I hear the Steelers were trying hard to go after him, mm -hmm. but but they wouldn't meet the Bears' price. And I think the Bears are probably playing hardball because they feel some kind of way because they got beat with the Chase Claypool trade, and we got Joey Porter Jr. So they were hesitant. They pumped their brakes, so to speak, mm -hmm. in dealing with us. I mean, you know. So I'm. We did need secondary help, but I don't know what they could have did if teams if it's going to take two first round picks to get certain. They wanted a first or second for Johnson and weren't really weren't really negotiating with us well. Mm. Elon wasn't gonna help right now. I mean, so what do you do? I think the Buffalo got Rasul Douglas. I think they gave up a third to get him cornerback. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. So what 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 do you do? That's what I'm asking you guys. Well, that's where you've seen other teams get real aggressive. And I hear what Jeff was saying as far as the one year rental deal. But the issue is all the smoke screens and everything that the Pittsburgh Steelers nation and the front office just showed me is that they're almost ready to tank. I don't believe that they're even going to try to – Pittsburgh Steelers naturally try to fight to win. But we're looking another nine and eight in the face because we have to really – we got a lot of questions. We got to figure out starting out from number one is Kenny Pickett the guy. It's already no question – that the offensive coordinator, Matt Cannon, is up out of here, bro. So now we got to take a look at, is the defensive coordinator up out of here? You know? And the, it's the, the, that That's another thing. The defense is, is playing well. Not well as we're used to, but they don't get breaks, Big G. The offense sends them right back on the field after three plays several times a game. Probably six, seven times a game. Correct. So I agree. You just can't blame the defense for what the defense is doing when they're not getting any any rest, any break because how poorly the offense is performing. But I want to bring it to what Chris Long, Howie Long, son has his own podcast. Well, I because I agree with him on some of the stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys heard it. Mm. The Green Light Podcast. Mm -hmm. How about effing executing? Okay, 
tired of Matt Canada criticism. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I don't agree with some of that. Matt Matt Canada's mm-hmm. not missing throws. Matt Canada's not missing blocks. Let's let's see the offense execute what's being called. And then if, if the if the script and the stuff don't work, then we can say, man, Matt Canada, you suck at play calling completely. But we haven't seen a good, clean, crisp offensive performance not one time this year. You're not that going last, to. You're that not last going quarter to. And not with that offensive game plan. First half against the Ravens. Yeah, but, but take this is the deal, bro. And I'm just going to say it. I played for some – Great offensive coordinators and great offensive minds throughout my high school, collegiate, junior college, and collegiate career. I had great coaches. I had guys that like Coach Leonard Rush, God rest his soul, man. Coach Bellistoff out there in Iowa, God rest his soul, man. My coach down in Arkansas, great coach. Man, I would run through a lot wall for them dudes, dog, because they demanded excellence and effort. They demanded it. And there's a lot of non-demand for excellent. And effort, forget execution. You got to have excellence and effort. And when coaches, when players don't believe in their coaches and they don't believe in the scheme and they know here we go again with the same old shenanigans, what do you expect? Coaches are only going to do, I mean, players are only going to do what the coaches call. They're only, they only can do that. And I don't believe that the scheme and the format has any inkling of every play being designed to score a touchdown, especially when you have better personnel sitting on the bench and they're not playing. Same difference on the defensive side. Pittsburgh Steelers' defense is known for being super aggressive. Why are we sitting in cover two defensively 65 to 70% of all the plays? I know why, because you got better players sitting on the bench. So if you don't believe and the locker room is split and the locker room is divided because that's what I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see there's some split and some division. Between who? Between who? Give me an example. Who are you talking about? Between the off the defensive team against Matt Canada, the defensive team against the offensive team, there's a lot of split in the division. Because well, if you keep sending me out, I'm gonna be ticked. Yeah, there if could be because the, because the offense sucks. So I, I can see that division. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man! You guys got to do better. We we get you the ball. We cause three turnover. We do this. Yep. We snap them three times in the red zone. But how, how yep. many times have you put up signs already? About nine. Never will I stop putting up signs. So you can might as well kill that thing. Cause signs no, is going up forever. I'm keeping it. Every time you keep putting up signs, we gotta we gotta go to your to your sign factory. You're gonna waste 30 <laughs> seconds on air because I ain't no, never it's gonna only, stop with the signs. It's only 10 seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't never stopping. I'm rolling with it forever because the people feel that and they they know where I'm at right now. That's why I ain't switched up, put my regular glasses on. I ain't looked at one comment over in the live chat, but I know that they feeling what I'm talking about. That you, you better keep your eyes on everything because it's Spygate right now. I'm looking for who do you trust and who in them ranks over there for the Steelers shouldn't be there at the end of the 2023 season because there's going to be some dudes cut up out of there, bro. It's going to be some dudes. I need to see who's going to go and put up maximum effort from this point forward. And if KP ain't the guy, let's go. Let's move on. Definitely, Matt Canada, adios muchachos. The DC, I'm looking at you real hard. <laughs> 
I'm looking. Well, I think I think the defense came along last year. Terrell Austin, I think, is a is 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 a top top ten defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Steelers play good defense. They cause turnovers. They they haven't given over. Have they given even given over twenty four points this year? Just to the 49ers, twenty seven. That's 30, it. 30, 30. 30 yeah, that's seven. it though. That's it. And was Brian Flores there last year, Tank. He was yep. there last year. It was only year last year. Okay. And now he got a job, Shannon. He got a job, Shannon. You, Shannon, you know he got a job, right? Yeah. He already got a job. Yeah. He got a yeah, job. He, he the DC in, in, in Minnesota. He over there blitzing fifty-seven percent of the time. Mm. I mean, I, I, I like Brian Flores. I like I like mm. his aggression. I think some of the stuff that uh, you know, we want to we want to blame. Every time we want to blame the players for execution. But what's Matt Canada's history? Where all has he been successful? And where all has he not been successful? Nowhere. Let's look at Terrell Austin. Let's look at his past history. Let's look at all these guys. And I'm telling Terrell, you, it's Terrell, obvious. Terrell Austin was successful with the Bengals for a year or two. Um, I, we have a different yeah, think, degree of success, I guess. I think, um, he, I think, I think he had a top I, I think five Austin defense. It's in over his head. We know Matt Canada's in over his head, and it's yep. just a wasted season. And it comes right down to the coordinators because you can't figure out what you do have. Everybody looks bad on offense. Everybody. The only person that looks good at all is George Pickens. And that's just because he's a freak and he can make them back shoulder catches. But tell me who else looks good on offense. Nobody. When it's everybody, that's then you got to start looking at. What's the scheme? What's the game plan? Where's this coming from? I mean, you bring in Mitch Trubisky. Everybody said, I'll oh, bring in Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky looked worse. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch is terrible. And bring in Rudolph, but he'll look even worse than that. It's a terrible thanks, scheme, thanks, guys. Thanks, Just- thanks, thanks, Wes, for the for the super chat, the offseason. Wallace Peterson, Pierre, Lotter Milk. Uh KZ, I KZ, like KZ, yeah, KZ, yeah. Neil, Moore, Cole, Chooks, Adams, mm-hmm. Trubisky, Need Cut, mm-hmm. and trade Najee for a bag of Doritos. Listen, my eyes is on Najee Harris. My eyes is on him, bro, bro. Bro, there there might be complete overhaul because this thing can go south fast. I'm just I'm letting all Stiller Nation know it can go south mm-hmm. real fast. Had this no, queued up too. So, what kind of? I'm I'm starting to hear what 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 kind of Steeler fans you guys are right now, man. Hey, I'm just telling the truth. Listen, I love Pittsburgh. I, I love I, I love I love them with all with everything I got. But the issue is, you cannot. It, it's it's insane to continue to do the same thing over and over and over again and expect different results. We was here all – the only thing that happened towards the end of the season last year is that KP8 was able to pull a gang of uh, wins out of his hat. And that's why a lot of Steeler Nation was like, okay, we're seeing this, going to see this kid progress and make this leap and this jump. I'm not against KP8, but is it Canada or is it KP8 not progressing. My mind is telling me from a football analogy standpoint, 
then it's not KPA. My mind is telling me that it's that coach. And my mind is telling me because he's scared because he knows he's not going to get protected. There's no way in God's green earth that Dan Moore should ever play another down. He should be on the bench for the remainder of the NFL season. There's no way he should play another down, especially when you have a, a, a tackle that you traded for up to get. He's got more talent. That's why we drafted him at 12 or 13 or wherever we drafted him at. So why is he playing? Same difference with Levi Wallace. Why is he playing? He should never play. I just read a thing that Tomlin said that he believes now that Joey Porter Jr. has earned the right to start. He didn't earn the right to start. He's, that's why we went and got him. Levi Wallace, I told you from the beginning, was garbage. But I'm not in the front office, so I'm a fan looking in. So I respect them as front office people and coaches. But you cannot continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect the same results. Hey, Big G, you change nothing, nothing changes. Facts. Facts. Absolute facts. What you saying there, Tate? Half full, half empty. What you saying? Pessimistic versus optimistic? You mute, dog. Remember last year coming out the bye? Mm-hmm. What, what, not, not, honestly, what, what I tell you still's record was going to be? It was something good, like six and one or something like that. Seven I said seven and two, and that's what they finished. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I still have the faith, and that's what I'm saying. Look, we four and three. We're sixth place in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Cam Hayward's coming back. We got mm-hmm. Coach Tomlin and TJ Watt. We're going to be mm-hmm. okay, guys. Nine okay. and eight. So it's okay, nine and eight? I think 10 and seven, which means. We would at least go, what, that's six more wins? Facts. And four more losses? Is that what it is? Yep. Before, Facts. Yeah. Nah, so, so it, it, 11 to 6. 11 to 6. You heard it. 11 to 6? 11 to 6. Man, I don't know. 11 to 6. I don't know. Shannon, what you saying, bro? The way they are doing right now, uh, they could very easily win eight games total this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, because guys, they have no offense, none. I mean, it's just, um, I believe if Pickett wouldn't have got hurt, mm-hmm. they'd have come back and won that game. Against, Pickett was uh, starting, Pickett was starting to get his rhythm, mm-hmm. and the offense was starting to, you know, you could just, you got that feeling that it was coming. Mm-hmm. And when he went out, it was over. Mm hmm. Uh, but it would have had to be another one of them late game heroics again, because it's just even if they get ahead or get a lead, then it's two runs and a short pass behind the line and give it back to the other team. Because I mean, they, that's how they're playing. It's so conservative. It's so juvenile. Uh, you're, it's just not an NFL caliber offense. Yeah. Well, I can I ask this I question to both of y'all? What is the identity of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Right don't now, got today. One. Right now, don't today. Got one. What is the identity? Don't got one. You say we don't got one. Tate, do we got one? Not one you can lean on, but I mean, they're it's sucking that identity. They're 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 they're, they're hard hard nosed and grimy. Okay. Hey, Big G, you sucking an identity? I don't know, but I'm, I'm if that's an identity, they got one. Tate, so you say they're hard nosed and grimy? That's their identity. Is yeah, that based on past or is that today? 
That's today. I mean, right. it ain't they they will fight you to the end. No mean don't mean they'll win the fight, mm -hmm. but they'll fight you to the end. I mean, okay. I don't I disagree. I don't I don't I don't disagree with Shannon. I think they could have came back just like last year. The Steelers would have been eight and one after the bye. Fact. Except for Mitch, Mitch, Mitch got in and gave that game away against Baltimore. Facts. And when he threw that interception, he essentially gave it away then. Facts. I mean, but they were hanging around and hanging around just like a boxer. You hang around to the 10 for 11. If you, your opponent can be beating you, but eventually you can wear them out and you can get them. And that's where the Steelers are at right now because they're not coming out in the first round, you know, looking clean, looking good, looking sharp. So they got to win how they can win. But I believe they can win games like this until they can get right. That's not this year. I don't expect to make no noise in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But I still think they can win 11 games. So so, so I, I'm saying this. I think that we do play in the hardest division in all of football. The AFC North is the most competitive division, yep. without a shadow of a doubt. And I don't know – if this type of sustainability from an offensive standpoint and putting all of this pressure on your defense to win games can sustain you with some of the dynamic play, at least out of two of the teams in the AFC North at quarterback. And some of that is because, I, once again, and I'm beating a dead horse, Matt Canada's handcuffed Kenny Pickett. So you got to let the young fella get loose because we got to find out. That's why I'm saying we gotta, we gotta, we what have did he, to find what, out. What did they do in the first play of the game against Jacksonville? Is that letting him loose? Yes and no. How yes is it no? Yeah, no. yes and no. Because this, this is the problem. This is the problem. Anytime you have a quarterback that doesn't have his mind set, the fact that he knows quarterbacks are are sometimes even like basket cases because playing quarterback. And when he missed that first throw, that almost set him up to be to fail the whole first quarter. When he missed those first three, but throws, is that on Matt Canada, Big G? Kenny Pickett missed the throw. Deontay Johnson probably could have caught it, but if he had hit him in stride, it would have been a touchdown. But is that on Matt Canada? Mm, yes and no. Yes Come and on, no, man. You're not making yes that and sense. no. Yes and it is on Matt Canada because has he done that all year? So quarterbacks play off of momentum. So he hadn't done it all year, and but now the expectation said, is you, you got to make it. But you, you said you said he's not letting him loose. He did start mm -hmm. out the game letting him loose. Mm -mm. I, I'm not buying it. I'm did you see it. the route combinations? Horrible. It was four go routes, mm -hmm. and it, they wasn't expecting it because nobody mm -hmm. in their right mind would. And Pickett's throw was just a touch high. Not mm -hmm. all passes are perfect, and Johnson got two hands on it, but he couldn't bring it in. But Deontay that's just the kind of offense they have this year. Deontay should have took them gloves off. Or when he missed the first one, he should have took them gloves off. Tate, you mute, bro. Tate, we can't hear you. I wasn't. I, I pressed mute the second time when you, I wasn't mute when you said I was mute. Shannon, mm -hmm. would you say Kenny Pickett throws more perfect passes than he does imperfect passes? Again, Tate, I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care who it is. I want him to win. I want him to have an NFL caliber offense. But you can bring any quarterback in you want, and that is not going to be an NFL caliber offense. Mm. You look at Pat Mahomes. Everybody's talking about how great Pat Mahomes is. He's got Kelsey. Who else is doing good for that team? 
Why do the receivers are doing good? And, and he's getting rights. frustrated. And they just rights. lost to Denver, who mm-hmm. lost 70 to 20 to the Miami Dolphins. So, that's, that's, I mean, that's, it that's, matters. That's, 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 it matters. Even in this case, who you got catching the football. But the, the Steelers right now are in shambles on both sides of the ball. And T.J. Watt, again, is hurting. Did I've never seen him blocked one-on-one by tight ends like he was against uh, Jacksonville. That mm. whole game, they were shutting him down with tight ends. He mm. wasn't double-teamed. He got held a couple of times, but so did Highsmith. But I'm telling you, he's not himself right now because he's hurting. And – and, you know, they have a lot of things they needed to do to keep this from going south after the deadline. And now we are what we are. Mm. That's a that's a that's a good stopping point right there. Let's go ahead and get our quick break and come back and finish our discussion. If you're watching on YouTube, stick with us. We'll be right back. We appreciate everybody watching on YouTube. We appreciate you joining us for the Wednesday night. Pump your breaks. If you listen on audio. We'll be right back after these couple ads. We've got to pay a couple bills, and we'll be right back after this. Hmm. And we're back on the Pump Your Breaks podcast. Tate, Shannon, Big G, we all here. Yes, we sir. all have. We just we just have an open discussion about the Steelers, man. So, you know, so Cam Hayward is coming back. Good news, right? Facts. Mortimer, we're back. <laughs> Mortimer, Mortimer, one of my favorite movies of all time. Tate, one of my favorite yeah. movies. He's, we're all the way back, Mortimer. Definitely, definitely a classic. I don't disagree with you. Uh, so Cam's back. Um, now look, a lot of a lot of Steeler fans won't like this. Hmm. As of today, right now, today. Yeah, that 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 that's why you don't see some other people in there. Mm. <laughs> it's, oh it's, no, man! I mean, I that, I might call cap on that one, Tate. I might call okay. cap, man. I don't. Okay. I get it, but you know what? Then we should we we should go back. We should go back to your original idea in last year. Oh no, that's 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 extremism. Trade trade trade, Coach Tomlin. You probably <laughs> get a first round pick or two. But that's extremism. That was extremism. That was because, and I admit wholeheartedly, I was frustrated. So that's extremism. But to say that he's right now, I don't know. Be, be, because the, the issue is this, man. And, and, and I'm going to defend Coach Tomlin in this. I think he's handcuffed. I think some of the things that Coach Tomlin wants to do, he's not able to do. I, I really do. I really do believe in my heart of hearts he's handcuffed. I think that there's some things he wants to change drastically. And because of push from front office, push from this, push from that, he can't do it. And he's the head coach. And I understand. But I think he's handcuffed. That's just my opinion. Well, let me ask you this. You and Shannon, what, what, what's happened to Darnell Washington? You know he's been dropped to third string, right? That's my point. 
once again. What? Why? Why is he on the bench? What is going on? The, the, you, you know what that tells me? And, and like I said, I never played one down in the NFL, but I know a lot of people. I got friends that played in the league. I got a guy that's playing in the league right now I'm close to, right? You know what that tells me? That tells me that Darnell Washington went into that locker room or went into a meeting with Matt Canada and challenged him. I, that That's what that tells me. That tells, Somewhere in practice, somewhere, Darnell Washington has said, you're a scrub. You're, you suck. My offensive coordinators at Georgia was better than you. And that that pissed Matt Canada off because you don't see guys yeah, dropping. Jim, that's, that's 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 I done seen it. I done seen it. I done seen it. Go ahead, Shannon. You you don't have to do anything. Matt Canada last year, Calvin Austin the third was getting ready to come off the injured reserve list, and they said, "Hey, that's good news, ain't it, Matt Canada?" And he said, "I don't really know what we would use him for. What we would do with him." You know, a guy with four three speed on an offense that desperately needed splash plays. There you go. Uh, and he's already had a couple this year. But Canada said, "I don't know what we do with him." I mean, if I don't tell you something, um, I, I don't know what will. I mean, the evidence is there; it's right in front of our face, and we're still debating um, Tomlin last year. Well. No, nah, I'm not even going to say it. Uh, they've just it, – the earlier people said I wasn't happy that they were winning. It wasn't I wasn't happy they were winning. It was how they were winning. And mm. luck is not sustainable. Mm. And they could come out tomorrow night, get lucky, make a couple – get a couple of fortunate turnovers and bounces and mm. win, and everybody says it'll all be fixed. No, it won't. Mm. That offense is still going to be the same until changes are made. And, and, and I'm going to say this too. If, if if when Matt Canada says things like, I don't know how to use this guy or that guy, what he needs to do is go back and look and see what they excelled at in college and then design a game plan or put plays in a game plan that fits that player. Go back and look how uh, how a good or a dynamic Darnell Washington was at, at uh, Georgia playing tight end. He's 6'7", 270 pounds. If anything, when you get in the red zone, body him up and throw him the ball, if anything. But I remember seeing plays where this kid was jumping over people and all kind of stuff across the board at Georgia. Same difference with Calvin Austin. You, and his, the, the, the dynamic play calling that was going on at Memphis to get him the ball, you got to give him the ball. And so when, you, when I hear an OC say, I don't know what to do and I don't know how to use him, come on, dog. That means that means you're not making no effort or energy, which means that lightweight under the table, he's saying that guy's in the doghouse. That, that's what he's saying. Because coaches, if you're if you're really into this, you're gonna win regardless of what your personal feelings are concerning a guy. You're gonna put the best dudes in there because you want the dub. And I think some of this is personal. Hey, Big G, when towards the end of Ben's career. We had to make excuses why the offense sucked. Mm -hmm. And even though Ben was the only reason they were in games. But what did Mike Tomlin say? That in this day and age, you need mobility. Fact. That quarterback mobility, man, that was the, the unicorn, the golden grail, the you know, what everybody's chasing. Well, you give him two quarterbacks with mobility, still suck. 
Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is you change the cast of the characters, you, you give them what they asked for, and it still sucks. I mean, when are we going to start looking at the real problem? Mm. I, Shannon, I don't disagree. It's a lot going on. That's why I said I'm keeping my eyes on them because I want to see it. Now, can't, now I'm not going to be just totally down because I'm not. I'm, I love the Steelers. So I'm, I'm, there's always going to be a line of optimism in there. But the deal is I got to see it. I can't just keep going off of, well, they're going to do this and they're going to do. I have to see it. And I haven't seen the adjustments and the changes yet. I haven't seen it. So let me see it. Let me see it. At least consistent. Let's be consistent two games in a row. Let's start with Tennessee. Let's move on to Green Bay. And let's see some consistency. If not, if we're doing the same old thing. And it's it's not productive at all. Tate, Shannon. Well, I I agree with you. They're yeah. they're consistently inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm not and I'm not trying to defend Matt Canada. I'm just my whole thing is the players need to play better too, a lot better. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Hey, but Tate, can I ask you this? If if you had a person that was leading you, would you run through a wall for him? And you believed in him? Would you run through a wall? If you believed in them, I believe I believe that good 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 leadership help helps you get the task done, whatever the task is. Mm-hmm. But if you got doubt in your mind and you're second guessing the guy and you feel some kind of way about him, what are you going to do? I'm a, hey, I'm I'm a self motivator. If if I'm on the team, anytime I've 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 played I've played team sports. I don't. I don't need any. Didn't need anybody to motivate me to to give my all, give my best, and do what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. As an athlete, that's just supposed to be in you. Mm-hmm. But Let's then, say you see a your head coach is starting guys based on his own personal preference, uh, veteran privilege, or whatever you want to call it, and letting better players not play, sit on the bench, even though you're struggling. Um. And, you know, how much faith are you going to have in that person? Especially mm-hmm. when they they come out and defend the, the actual reason and then put the blame on player execution. Uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, that if changes wasn't made, he was in, he was in danger of losing the locker room. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to see that. When you have receivers getting costing you 15 yards with undisciplined penalties, and then you don't, call, you don't discipline them, you don't call them out. Uh, you throw the blame on the ref. That's what we're good at this year is throwing the blame everywhere but where it should be. There's some facts oh, to the, that. The, 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 the coach didn't do that. The coach said we can't we can't be blaming refs. That's what coach said. Coach Tomlin? Yeah, that's what he said. I'll ride with it. I'll no, ride with it. That's what he said. Now, now, he said they had to judge the basically the temperament of the refs for that game and figure out what they can or can't do. You can't get up and get in a guy's face and taunt him ever. I don't care what game it is, the refs will call that. No, no, no. When you, you go up in the guy's face and you shush him, they're going to call that. That's not that, that's, that's, that's player that's, discipline. That's not that's, the refs. Now, this past game, the refs suck. Facts. Because they can't figure out what is and isn't roughing the passer. So they didn't call what was roughing the passer. 
and they did call what was it. They can't figure out what offsides is. Jag- uh, Jaguars were offsides, and they called it on Pittsburgh. Yeah, they sucked last game. But mm-hmm. I've never seen that crew before in my life. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I never see them again. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. I don't I some there's the, the the bottom line is, and Tate, I think you've made this point millions of times on the shows that when you start to start talking about a professional organization, it is a team. It is a team. But just like how we're sitting here and debating and having a, a healthy discussion concerning which way it's going and all whatever else. If we're doing that and we're fans, can you imagine what's going on in the locker room? Can you imagine what's actually going on? Because I haven't seen them, and that's why I want them so bad to come out against Tennessee and circle the wagons and be like, it's us against the world. Let's turn out all this chatter, all this other stuff. It's us against the world. If they do that, then I know then I know they're, they're going to turn this thing around. And that's and that's the Steelers' mentality. They're not listening to us. They don't listen to outside noise. I'm I don't believe to, it. I'm, I'm looking at a couple of Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin says Steelers can't use officials as an excuse for losing. Mm-hmm. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin says elite teams overcome bad refereeing. I mean, so he's not putting any blame on the ref or like that, and he's telling his players not to. I, get I mean, that. something something like the with the, the call with with Deontay Johnson against the Rams and Akilla Winspoon, old teammates going at it, that just got heated. And if this the worst thing he did was okay, just be quiet. I don't I okay, you can't do that, but I don't I don't have a problem with it. He's not like he's not like you know standing over a guy, taunting the guy after a sack or something egregious like that. Mm-hmm. He I put agree. his finger up to his own face mask. That's all he did. I'm not saying that they didn't deserve a penalty. I'm saying, but what, what what they're saying is you have to know the referee. Just like in basketball, Big G, you got referees that call games different. Something with one ref might be a foul. In another game, that same thing might not be a foul with another ref. I get that. I get that. But you should never put yourself in position to allow the referee to decide anything. And that's where I'm, I'm siding with you, Tate, as far as like the effort from the team. Right. There's some effort issues going on, but a lot of times effort issues are based on your belief and what's going on as the organization. Well, and that's all the way to the high school level. Why do you think there's a lack of effort? Who, who do you see not trying? I see a lot. I see a lot of them have. I see. I see a lot of discouragement when they put the camera on the sidelines and you watch that. And I've watched some of the All-22 film on Patreon, and I've seen them guys go up on the sidelines and dudes is fussing. I've seen helmets thrown. You know, so you can't get that in a regular NFL game. You can go on Patreon and watch it. I've seen I've seen this, I've seen frustration. But in all games. Yeah, but when you – see, that's the thing. Winning cures all problems. But when you're not winning, I don't care how live your culture is. There's a lot of finger pointing. And right now – that's what I'm starting to see in the Steelers culture, which is unusual for anybody who's been a Steeler fan for a long time. This is the most I've ever seen Steelers fans and the team sort of divided against each other. I've never seen this before. And I've been watching the Steelers since the 70s. So, so you know, it's normally us against the world. Let's get it in. Nah, I don't know if it's all of that. And that might be wearing on them where they're, they're feeling some kind of way about the offensive strategy, about the defensive strategy, about the game planning, about who's playing and who's not playing. 
because they're players and they ultimately want to win. So th there's, you know, there's a lot of that going on right there in that culture, you know. So let's 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 talk about this game tomorrow. We 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 we've spent the first three quarters of the show just having our conversation about whatever we've been talking about. But Tennessee comes into town tomorrow. Kenny Pickett's playing yeah. against against well Will Levis. William William Levis. <laughs> yeah, facts. William, William Levis. I'm hoping he's not like William Wallace. That was my dude, William Wallace. Mm. You don't even know William Wallace, Big G. Who? Who is William Wallace? Uh, Braveheart. Okay. All right, Big G. Oh, I thought you knew. Oh, I know what yeah, time William Wallace is, bro. You said all you watch is sports and, and Marvel, Marvel movies, so I didn't yeah. know you knew William Wallace. Take point and reference. The dude told William Wallace, if I die for you, will I get a chance to kill Englishmen? That's what that dude told him. That means he was ready to run through a brick wall because he believed in him. And that's what I need to see happening in Pittsburgh. I believe in you, dog. I believe. So I'm going to kill. I'm, gonna, I'm wiping everybody off the face of the planet. That's how you well, get out. Well, as, far, as far as that part goes, I think, I think Kenny needs to make plays and guys will follow behind him when he starts making plays. That that throw to Deontay Johnson, it was confusing. I'm not saying it's a bad throw. I think he thought Deontay Johnson was going to sit down in the end zone, and Deontay kept going. So when Tenny threw it, he Deontay reached back, he slipped. So that was just a miscommunication. But on TV, it looked like a bad throw. Facts. Fact. Fact. And, and the second one that Deontay Johnson dropped, if I'm a coach, man, take them gloves off, dog. What is you doing? It's raining like a mug. Get him off your hands now. He did, he did have a couple of drops, but after that, he had, a, he had a good game. He had a lot, a lot of good catches. He Man. turned it around in that game. Man, get them gloves off. Go ahead, Shannon. What do you got to say? I, I was just going to say, when you – there was a game, a couple games, the last time they went to the playoffs and lost to the Chiefs, mm. that – you know, he had big numbers that year because Ben was feeding him the ball. But early in games when they needed – he that's when he made a crucial drop. And then after that, he caught everything. And he played really good, and everybody's like, yeah, but he recovered and he had a good game. That was never the problem. That first one, they needed that to develop rhythm and get, and get the offense rolling. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it matters when you screw up. If y'all watched, he slipped and fell to the ground three times in the first half. Hmm. Now, if it happens once, okay, it's raining and all this happens twice, you got to start considering changing your cleats. I see Jacksonville changing their cleats. Yeah, um, And then the third slip was on the one that you brought up that Pickett threw behind him. And uh, he couldn't have caught it because his feet were going out from under him. So hmm. – I, again, it's just decisions. You, 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 micro. You know, we judge every little thing when the offense is playing this badly. Mm -hmm. So you know, we can sit and nitpick it to death, but um, you know, they just didn't make plays. They didn't execute. The game plan sucks. So mm -hmm. therefore, the offense sucks. And now it's can they fix it? Mm. I, I think I, I think first things first, offensively, and it, it helped the defense. Is we got to get that run game going. I agree. 
You know, you get the run game going. You, 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 you kill some of the the time of possession. You know, you start to win that battle. Your defense gets rested. You know, you just gotta you gotta have you know rush rush for 125, 140 yards in the game. Hey, Tay. Oh, yes, to do sir. that, you gotta control the line of scrimmage. You gotta right? win the line of scrimmage, and they're incapable of doing that right now. They Tennessee, Tennessee's got a powerful defensive line. Shannon and Tate, they can. I've heard people say, well, Mount Washington is slow, but he can block. Go look at his rating on PFFF. I know Jones can run block. Take damn more out the game. Put Washington and Jones in the game and make the effort to run the ball. If, if that's how we got to play, if we're going to play smash mouth, run the ball, to get momentum going, and then give KPA play action and all whatever else, okay, that's cool. But if you got them sitting on the bench, how do you expect to win? I mean, I don't think there's no Steeler fan out there in their right mind that believes that Dan Moore should be playing. I, I, I just, if they are, I'm a like, I'm looking at them like, are you serious? No, I, I, I'd rather just go ahead and see uh, Broderick Jones. I mean, just you know, we just, and I think, I think, stop so much of the of the zone zone run plays, man. Let's yes. just let's just ha- hat on hat, helmet on helmet. And just drive forward and go with Najee right. and Warren. Yeah. I Tate, I, I don't disagree. And guess what that does? That gives you an identity. And when you yeah. settle in on an identity, now that brings everybody together. That brings everybody together. So, but when you're okay, because because you can't tell me this too. And like I said, I've been part of big time schools locker rooms. I done seen offensive where the, the running backs is mad at the O-line. The O-line is mad at the wide receivers. The tight ends is tripping with the running backs. And I done seen people dogpile on the quarterback before. Like, you can't never play again ever. Like, like, you are like, trash. Like, 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 after your senior year, you know, my senior year, we had, we had Lindell. Garbage. <laughs> they dogpiled on him. They just, dogpiled just, on him fast. Just, just came from the Final Four in the state your senior year. Yep. And we we think Lindell gonna come in and replace Mont at quarterback, and that didn't work. We had a losing season. And Jokers was crying. Not, yeah. not some people we know, not not me, but yeah. you know, guys was that upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that but that's what they gotta do against Tennessee to get the dub. Because we're talking about them playing against Tennessee. What do they need to do? A short week, get Washington. Get Jones in the game and pound the ball straight at him. Forget all that cute pass and trying to get Deontay in the game. You can hit George Pickens on the play action. That's fine. But we're going to run straight at you. I'm going to give my defense an opportunity to get some rest. If if you they got two, three, four, five, four and outs, man, it's the same old thing. Tate, we got a super chat over there, dog. Last Kings of Scotland, we salute you. <laughs> can I kill Englishmen? <laughs> Without a doubt. Thank you, man, for the dollar ninety-nine. Last Kings of Scotland. How about McDaniels as the new OC next season? Come on, dog. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Which McDaniels? McDaniels, you talking about? Josh, the one just got fired. Nah, man. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. I don't want. I don't nobody. I don't want nobody in my locker room who, who even thinks the Patriot way. <laughs> Not in my locker room. He was. He was a good OC, but no, I think. I think you need somebody young, new, and innovative. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Nice. I don't know who. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But nice. Tom Brady. 
was the offensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fact. I mean, that was the reason they were good yeah. on offense was Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and all the rest. Uh, you know, again, either thanks, coaches thanks, matter. Thanks, 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 either for, coaches thanks matter for the or super they don't. chat. Thanks for the super chat, last king of Scotland. Mm-hmm. What you said, Shannon? I said either coaches matter a whole lot or they don't matter at all. So we're gonna have to figure out which. Yeah, I man, I, I don't I don't I don't disagree, man. I don't disagree. So do you guys see anything else that we need to do from a game plan standpoint outside of what I'm saying? Just just straight up running the ball at them, or is there something that you think that we can do different? They gotta you know? use the right personnel. Mm. Mm. They better I play agree. Broderick Jones and Darnell Washington. Yeah, because hey, I love Connor Hayward, but he can't block. Yeah, yeah. Tay boy, you got Bloods and Crips gang tackling. Yeah, with 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 big boy. Yeah, with big boy. Yeah. On on defense, they have to gang tackle, man. Yeah. You can't, you know. I'm sure last king of king of Scotland. No, this other king is is a load to deal with. Yeah. You know, yeah, so king Henry. Then, king Henry. Yeah. And the offense, Tennessee's offense, uh, goes as he goes. Yeah, but if you don't have that. If you don't have that play action for Will Levis, he don't hit them big throws. He hit to uh, DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins last 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 week. So KZ has to keep the lid on it. Uh-huh. I don't know what they'll do. I don't see. I don't see Keanu Neal or Miles Killebrew keeping the lid on it. I don't know who else they might put back there, like as a coverage safety. Mm-mm. Maybe, maybe Pat P. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Riley. Need to get that guy some playing time. Yeah. You you know what happened last week with Will Levis and and D Hop? You know what happened? I promise you, this is what happened. D Hop went to Will Levis and said, "I don't care what the coaches is talking about. If you see me, why going you do all this speculating about, bro, about Coach Player talk? You I've heard know. this on na- I've heard this on national television. Players have said this. <laughs> he went to him and told him, "I don't care what they talking about. If you see me one on one, throw it on out there." And I- I'm telling you, that's what happened, and it worked. Sound like something that if we're gonna make KP8 the dude, KP8, if you see it one on one, the pickings. Throw it. I don't care what else you got going on. Throw it. Well, Throw he, it. He, he should, as the quarterback of your of your offense and your team, he should have that. He should have that type of discretion and decision making. He should be able to do that. I don't think if, he the, if that's what he sees, you don't have to just always run the the play that was sent in. If you see something different, and 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 if if, if it's anything, Tomlin and Cannon need to trust him to do that. But sometimes I think Kenny ain't completely proved he can read defenses either, though, man. Hey, we had a great comment over there from Shaka Steele about Will Levis, and that is absolutely 150% facts. Will Levis didn't have a wristband on play calling because guess what the play, the, the game plan was? Hand the ball off to, to, to King Henry, or if you see D-Hop one-on-one throwing the ball. <laughs> he simplified so, it and made him successful. So one, one one key to the game from each of you and your score prediction. We got to get ready to get out of here. Shannon, you got it. Oh, I get to go first. Absolutely. All righty. 
Uh, the key like, to the uh, game is who they start on the offensive line. Hmm. If they could handle and block uh, Tennessee's defensive line, which is their strength, their secondary is not that good. I think they would be able to move the ball a little bit and on the ground and then hit some play action passes. Mm-hmm. Do I think they'll do that? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, until they prove me wrong, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to pick them very often moving forward. Mm-hmm. But Tennessee's coming in hot, and the Steelers are definitely not. Uh, and I think that there's nobody to replace Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. at all. Uh, they, he was really the guy they couldn't afford to lose, and now he's going to be gone. Hopefully, not too long. Mm. But um, I'm going to say Tennessee, uh, 27, Pittsburgh, 17. Ooh. All right. So I, I'm agreeing <laughs> with the key to the game as far as being able to run the ball and pound the ball. You have to make decisions and changes on the offensive line. I still believe that that 12 personnel package is the best package for the Steelers. And I believe the key of the game is going to be to force the ball into 12 personnel and force it to the tight ends and run the ball down the throat. Offensively, defensively, I, JPJ, you got D-Hop. Everybody else make a play. <laughs> Everybody else make a play. Send, send, every, send the house after Levis. He's a rookie quarterback on purpose. Send the house after him. That By sending the house, okay, that means we're going to also be trying to kill King Henry. And make somebody else beat us. That's what I'd say. So I would say final score, Pittsburgh 21, Tennessee 17. Give me the Steelers by four. So, yeah, like I said, my key to the game is is smashing the run. You got to stop Derrick Henry and establishing the run off the side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need we, – we, we, we need – 115, 120 yards between Najee and Jalen Warren. Facts. And if you, if, you, if you establish that run game, it's definitely going to open up the pass. And Kenny has hit the passes. You know what I mean? Because if they run the ball, the pass is going to be there. Um, I think this is a team the Steelers should be. I think they're – but I, I get ahead of myself too. I, I'm, I'm already counting on wins against uh, Tennessee and Green Bay. And the next game, there's going to be a contest where I'm like, mm, I'm on the fence. It's Cleveland. But uh, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh to win. Tomorrow night, it's a primetime game at home. They don't lose too many of them. Facts. Um, I'm going to go 24, 24-17. That is basketball. And, and, and hopefully they can – I don't, I don't, Shannon said Tennessee, I don't see them Steelers going up 27 to Tennessee. I don't see it. Not that they can't, I don't see it. <clears throat> um, especially if the offense can establish anything. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's what I think. I don't know what the over-under is. I think it was like 40, 41. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I think it's 40. I think it's 40. Over-under is 40. But you're close. 40, 41. It's all the same. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's, those are my thoughts. You guys got anything? To close out with? No. I, I just want – man, no matter what, man, I'm just going to be honest, man. I know we was critical about the Steelers tonight, but the main thing is, bro, I just want the dub, man. I just want no, the man, dub. We were, I want was, the dub. We was coming off sounding like DK Sports and Noah Strack buying them, them negative Steelers talking jokers. Yeah. 
But they, but they talk yeah. negative differently, man. They be all on the coach and this, that, and this. We're, we're, it's, it's a conglomerate. So everybody's getting the business right now. Everybody's getting it. Shannon, what, what, what you got going on, man? Yeah, I also got to say that I uh, love the Steelers basically my whole life. Uh, I just want them to win. I want them to win the right way. I want to see them progressing, improving, uh, living up to the standard, and that's not happened in a few years. Mm. Uh, so until proven otherwise, I'm disappointed, but it doesn't change how much I love the Steelers. Mm. That being said, this week, the with the game being on Thursday, uh, our schedule's off a little bit. Uh, I'll have a random observation article on Saturday, and then next Tuesday – uh, it, of course, will be the stock report article again in its normal slot. Uh, and, of course, next Monday we'll have the uh, Steelers hangover again, me and Daniel J. So uh, just appreciate everybody being here with us, talking talking through everything with us, uh, being encouraged, being frustrated. It's all part of being part of the family, and that's what Steeler Nation is. So I do appreciate everybody. Facts. Thanks, Shannon. And everybody, before we get out of here in the next 60 seconds or so, be sure to hit that like button. We appreciate everybody joining us. We appreciate all the super chats. And obviously, you'll watch the post game tomorrow after the game with, with Jeff, Dave, and Bad. Yep. But then Friday now, the homies, we'll have the next day, uh, you know, recap of the game and our thoughts, the homies' thoughts on the game. And we'll 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 give Pay some grief about his Chicago Bears being super trash, and B Dirt will be back, and we get to talk about you get to talk about a, a bingo uh win streak. Yeah, yeah. Me and me and Dirt, me and B Dirt having a meeting of the minds tomorrow here and and O H I O B Dirt coming to visit a player. We're gonna have a meeting of the minds tomorrow, man. We got to get through some things. Yeah, I don't know about the meeting of the mind. Y'all gonna y'all gonna go eat together. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's sometimes how you get it in. You gotta have a meeting of the mind. The, the bellies and the minds gotta be aligned. <laughs> but yeah, thanks everybody for joining us. Be sure to get all your Steelers news right here on the Steel Curtain Network. Next Steel Curtain Network. You got any other sports teams that you like? Search them out on the audio podcast. On Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcast, just put that FFSN in front of it and put the name of the team. And chances are you'll find some. We could, the Fans First Sports Network, we got a lot of different affiliates coming, a lot of the teams and a lot of the sports. So be nice. sure to check all that out. Like Big G was an Ohio State podcast, and Ohio State is number one in the nation. Numero uno, dog. Numero uno. Numero uno. For now, we got a lot of football. Hey, Shannon, yeah. is West Virginia right? No. Heck. They could have been, and they they blew it with a uh, giving up a Hail Mary the last play of the game to Houston. And they oh, yeah. Over, so, and and that, then they lost. They ended up losing two in a row, but they won last week against UCF. So they played BYU Saturday. And BYU just lost to who they just lose to? Texas. Texas. Yeah, Texas. Mm. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like I like West Virginia. I root for them. I mean, I liked it better when it was in the Big East. Now they got to go travel all the way out to Big Twelve. Yeah, I hate the Big like Twelve, that. but yeah, at least they getting the quarterback. I like Green. He's a he's a battler. Yeah, yeah. 
See that on Steel Curtain Network, you a little extra college football coverage. If you want to get all the college football coverage, tune in to Big G's podcast, the Level Up podcast. Yeah, well, my, me and my boy Andy P on Mondays live on YouTube. And you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the way across the board. We get it in with that college football for sure. LS, LSU, Alabama, Big G, who wins? Give me – my heart tells me LSU, but something's – Bama's going to win. <laughs> my heart tells me LSU, but Bama's going to win. Mm. You're mute. And on that last note, y'all, we out. Peace. Peace.